Good morning and welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Halkerin. We are coming to you live from the Mackinac Policy Conference as we have been all week long. You can hear in the background um, the people that uh, do not have a giant hangover are um, enjoying some breakfast here in the uh, Grand Ballroom. So uh, we will enjoy them eating and get on with this. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, so this morning, uh, a couple of really fun things coming out of the FCC. And by fun, I mean it's been a really interesting year to follow um, the, I don't know what Tom Wheeler this is, but he's a very different Tom Wheeler than uh, the Tom Wheeler that originally um, got to be the chairman of the FCC because uh, he changed his mind on uh, net neutrality and made some moves to making that a better thing and now doing some other really interesting things. They're going to meet again in June. I believe it's June 18th and two interesting things that are on the docket. The first of which is they're going to attempt to eliminate in totality robocalls. And robocalls are the technology that randomly dials numbers and then gets your home phone number or your cell phone number and uh, gives you some sort of message that you likely don't want. Uh, This will become increasingly interesting as we head into the 2016 election when lots of candidates will use robocalling to either get you out to the polls, get you to vote for the primaries, remind you to get out for election day, those sorts of things. Robocalls are a big part of the political process, so it'll be interesting as we head into 16, um, what sort of new technologies will pop up to uh, fight around the outlawing of robocalls. The other thing that they've got on the docket on that particular bill is trying to uh, make steps to eliminate um, unwanted or spam-like text messages. Why I find this interesting is because if you talk to anybody, uh, and, and I know we've talked about it here, I know Gary Vaynerchuk has talked about what the smartphone means to people. It's become the first screen. That's why you uh, see things where people are watching a TV but doing most of their work on a mobile device because it's the first screen. It's the most important thing. Everything else is just kind of uh, uh, dead to them. So um, what's interesting is that when you talk to people about their first screen and how important it is, when they get a text from somebody they either don't know or don't want to know, i.e. spam, it patently offends them. It feels like somebody has come into their house unwanted and starts telling them about a message that they don't want. So the FCC making a step to uh, outlaw robocalls is great. If they can do anything to slow down spam on text messaging, that would be awesome. But if you are um, anywhere near the age that I am, you've lived through the better part of two decades of spam email. They've never really been able to stop that. So the likelihood of stopping it on the text message platform is slim to none, but I like the idea, and I'm excited that they're trying to work towards this. The other thing that they're working towards, and uh, this is really um, asimilar to, uh, not asimilar, it's actually very similar to what they've done with net neutrality, right? They tried to take a 30-year law and apply it to net neutrality, had to adjust a little bit, and got some pushback. Same sort of thing applies with low-income housing. For 30 years, the government has helped pay people's phone bills. Uh, the idea being that if you were in this position that you wouldn't have to make make the decision to uh, buy food or pay your phone bill, you could have your phone bill taken care of or part of it taken care of and then still be able to get phone. Now, on June 18th, they're going to have this discussion about making broadband a part of this program because they know, as we know, the Internet is vital to people's survival in today's economy. So if you're somebody who is uh, underemployed or unemployed, you know that the Internet is a big thing. My brother is going through this right now where he's trying to find a job, right? And he um, 
is not in a place where broadband is readily available. So it's interesting to hear his struggles with trying to get online and get to places where he can do this and trying to manage with, uh, what he can on the phone. And it's not that he would be a part of this program, but he's in a part of the country where the technology isn't up to snuff to let him do the things that he needs to do to search for a job. So if you're in that part of, of the country and you're um, in a troubled income or a low income or you need some assistance, this is a killer step to uh, helping those people remain and get online and be able to thrive in the environment that is the Internet and the reasons why all of us are uh, you know, proponents of what happens on the Internet. So these people will get a chance to um, make that a part of their regular life if this goes through on June 18th. The opposite side of this coin, though, is something I, I just alluded to, right, is the infrastructure of the Internet obviously needs to be trumped up. Parts of this country, just like parts of the world. That's why Facebook is trying to figure out, and I don't know if Facebook, we can talk about this later, I don't know that Facebook is the, the group that should be doing this, but they're trying to wire the world using drone technology to create um, Wi-Fi zones over parts of the world that can't be wired. That same sort of mentality has to go into the United States as we uh, have to upgrade the infrastructure that was never really built for what we're using it for. So what we're using cell phone towers for, cell phone towers really were not designed to do what they're doing, which is why you have dropped calls, which is why you have problems with connectivity, which is why they get overloaded when you go to a place like Lollapalooza in a city like Chicago and everybody wants to Snapchat and Instagram. The infrastructure isn't there to provide the same sort of service that you want from your device. So those two things, I believe, have to happen in tandem in order for this broadband law to have some real um, impact on lower-income houses that need that assistance to get on the Internet and use the Internet. Speaking of the Internet, speaking of email, um, there's a great article on Mashable this morning that you should check out about um, using email. And a couple stats I wanted to pull out real quick uh, without going through the whole article. One is there was a study from two years ago that showed that um, it, it was talking all about like when you have a friend and you look at their phone and their email icon has the number 1,200 or 800 or 300 and it gives you stress because that's not how you live your life. You don't understand somebody who doesn't answer emails instantaneously. That comes off the heel of the study that showed 70% of all work email is answered within six seconds of being received. You don't think you're wired to your phone? 70% of all email is read within six seconds of it being received. So we wonder why we get mad that somebody doesn't respond instantaneously. Here's the interesting part of that study on the opposite end. If you stop to answer your email, if you interrupt a task in order to do that, it will take you 25 whole minutes to get back on task and start working on that. And then in that 25 minutes, how many more emails did you respond to and how much longer does it take for you to get back on track and, and finish this project? It's an interesting way to uh, think about how you use email and when you use email. I know there's like 800 theories out there of what you should do. Answer in the morning, answer at night, ignore it during the day, set times that you check it, all of those things. But you have to find something that works for you. But if it is distracting you, turn off the notifications. It's the, I did it at, on vacation. I turned it off so the little red number doesn't show up and I haven't turned it back on and it's been tremendously helpful for me because I don't get that anxiety of looking and going 585 emails since lunch boy, I should do something about that. I don't have that anxiety. Uh, so you might want to try that if you, uh, if you want to. Otherwise, um, join me in the If You Could Never Email Me Again Club. That would be awesome because I find email to be highly distracting and I'm constantly looking for better ways to manage it. Okay, Recode is uh, happening this week and some very cool things coming out from GoPro. They are finally getting in the drone business. They are going to be dropping a uh, drone early next year. Not sure on the price, but when I tell you how many GoPros are on said drone, you can probably do some quick math if you have a GoPro and understand how much it's going to be. It is going to have six GoPros attached underneath 
that will be able to capture a 360 degree view. They have purchased a company out of France called Color, and that's what takes all of the photos and is able to merge them into a globe-like view of what you're seeing from the drone. So it's going to be a drone with six GoPros on it. So do some quick math. You can guess that this is going to be for people who are super serious about drones and super serious about uh, GoPro photography and super serious about seeing some really, really cool images. I'm going to be super excited to um, see what sort of things show up on the GoPro channel. If you have not played with the GoPro channel and you like GoPro, it's on YouTube. It's on Xbox One. You can download it as an app on your phone. Very cool stuff that uh, this place has its own, essentially its own network. You know, when we talk about disruption of mass media, GoPro has its own channel where you can see user-generated videos that people are doing with GoPros and the insane things that they're doing. They also have a killer Instagram if you have not checked out their Instagram, lots of cool stuff. Uh, so do that. But the drone is coming out next year. Six cameras, 360-degree view of the world. We will uh, have a couple more podcasts today as the day goes on. We're going to talk to Rod Alberts from the Detroit Auto Dealers Association about the state of the auto industry. That will happen as we are live from the Mackinac Policy Conference. My name is Eric Hulkren. This is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. <laughs>